0: Hello, everyone, and thanks for joining us today for our next episode of Mixed Messages with Jeff Bogue. My name is Joe Caruso, and I'll be your host as we dig into today's topic. Well, from news sources to comedians, from friends to advertisements, it seems everyone has an idea of how we should think and live and make decisions. And when everyone disagrees, how can we cut through the noise? How do we sift through all the information overload and choose what governs our lives? Well, we've been processing these things and our leadership is praying for all of us. So, we want to offer a resource to navigate some of the day's most pressing topics and questions. Hello, Jeffrey.
1: Hello, Joseph. How are you doing today? I'm doing actually pretty good. Yeah, thank that's you. Awesome. Yeah. I'm glad to hear that. I appreciate that, Joe. Yeah.
0: I'm always glad that you're doing well. It's not one of those like cliches. where are like, oh, good, moving <laughs> on, you know? Because
1: like, there are yeah. options. There certainly it are. It could be terrible. It could be. I just
0: had a guy the other day. He was like, "Do you want the honest answer or the the yeah. moving on answer?" You yeah. Know? yeah. Like, oh. I said, "Moving on, of course." Well, Jeff, um, we're going to dive into something that's in the news, but in a little bit of a different way. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've certainly gotten to topics about politics and things like that before, but um, this one's actually kind of drumming up from the sports world a little bit, Okay, and there's been a lot of conversation about it, and I think people are kind of looking for maybe some direction here. So the the general question is, how do you balance or how do you approach judgment and mercy? So Real-time example, Um, Cleveland Browns just signed a new quarterback. His name is Deshaun Watson, Um, and he's got some allegations uh, standing against him, some sexual assault allegations. Um, So the question and the conversation that's really bouncing around is, how do we lean into justice or how do we lean into mercy and all of that? How do you make sure no one kind of forgets the victims in this situation? Right. So it's a mess. And how might we navigate that?
1: Uh that's a very, very good question. And uh I I don't I know a a bit about Sean, uh Deshaun Watson's case because I'm a Browns fan. Mm-hmm. And so when they decided to get rid of Baker, which apparently they've decided to do and go with Deshaun, like I knew who he was, mm-hmm. I knew his story a little bit. Uh, from down in Texas, and, um, and so I paid attention to it and started reading about it. So what's fascinating about his case is he has, he has 22 uh, allegations of being sexually inappropriate with women. Most of them were massage therapists. The local police and the FBI have all investigated those allegations and have chosen not to pursue charges. So now these allegations are in a civil court and a civil court is not a criminal court. And, and, uh, so is Deshawn a rapist? Is he, well, the the local police and the FBI are saying, no, did something inappropriate happen? I don't know how you get 22 separate charges and something <laughs> inappropriate happened. So it is, a, it is a great, um, example of a, of a, I'm not sure about the whole story, so how do I approach this in a christ like way yep. like I wasn't there. You have uh twenty two different women who are saying that they were victimized. that's a very big deal yep absolutely that that uh it's not a he said she said no thing right twenty two different women uh and and some of them do not know each other, some of them do. Mm-hmm. So that's a big deal that there's an allegation that that's that is that broad, so to say, and then it's also a big deal that the police and the FBI have been involved and they haven't pressed charges. Uh-huh. So now here we are with a public figure, uh-huh. right? And what do we what do we do about that? And so, i th- I think in addition to all of that, like there's a uh, I was talking to somebody about this the other night, and they said. Um, will the will the fans turn against the quarterback and i said not if he wins the super bowl <laughs> so so all of that mixed together like there's these outrageous charges there's a man who is saying that i'm innocent there's an upset community and that upsetness will go away the minute that that athlete gives us what we want i'm like all of that's messed up It's all messed up along the way. And that's like, our w- w- episode for this week. No. Yeah, that, <laughs> conclude. Thank you for joining us. But you talked about you talk about mixed messages, right? I mean, it's like we're gonna cheer for a guy that we should at least be suspicious of, but he has gone through a legal system that we all would value that says you're innocent till you're proven guilty. And it, to this point, has said he's innocent. I'm like, so I get this question. Like, what should we think? And Mm -hmm. what should we do? And how do we respond? And the... And the answer in his situation is, if he wins the Super Bowl, it will all go away, because there's we have example of athlete after athlete after athlete that that's the case. Mm-hmm.
0: And by the way, you're not saying that's prescribed that if he wins the Super Bowl, we should forget about all this. You're just saying that's how culture works.
1: I'm saying that's the mixed message of yeah. our culture yep. that that mm-hmm. we would we would look at young men and young women, and say, uh, uh, conduct yourself honorably. We would look at young women. Uh and, and young men who have been victimized, and we'd say, have the boldness to come forward. We will protect you. We will honor you. We will we will believe in you. We would look at as a society and say that should be taken through the legal system. Mm-hmm. We would look at a legal system and say that determines guilt or innocence. And then and then we would also look and say, if you're an athlete, there's always a bit of a double standard. Maybe you're not accused by twenty two different women, but maybe you're Sean Kemp or Wilt Chamberlain who had children by mm. kind of that number of women, mm-hmm. and we would still cheer for them because there wasn't a legal accusation. It's all mixed up mm-hmm. and it and it's all messed up and it and it speaks to everything from moral behavior to our legal system to a cultural behavior that would look and say. Uh, in the case of an athlete, or I would even say we do this to politicians all the time, mm-hmm. if you're giving me what I want, depending on how you deliver that or don't deliver that, I'll overlook your your sin or these accusations. We did that with Donald Trump. We did that with Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. and And I'm like that's what's messed up is that and, and what's the mixed message is that there's not a standard so to pull that out of like the cultural realm and and to bring it down into like our lives I th- I think what you do is you begin with a standard of truth and it's fascinating to me in our culture and even personally. What is true for me, sometimes I want to be true for me, but not true for you. And what's true for you, sometimes I want to be true for you, but not true for me. <laughs> right? Yeah. So we would look at truth subjectively. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I appreciate about Scripture is that it is objective. It doesn't care if you're rich or poor, powerful or weak, male, female, Jew, Gentile. It doesn't care. Mm -hmm. It's like, this is the truth of God, and it is laid out for me, and that truth applies no matter what. So when I'm trying to figure out how to interact with a person, balancing mercy and grace, I have to start with truth. And then what I would say is that how they respond and interact with that truth now begins to dictate how I go from there. So if I confront someone who is in sin, and uh, let's just say they were sexually inappropriate and they're in sin, and I go to them with a standard of truth, and I look at them and say, the Scripture says God says that this behavior was harmful, hurtful, sinful, how they receive that truth dictates my next move, Mm -hmm. right? So if they look at me and say, who are you to say what the Scripture says? That's going to dictate the next thing that I do. Mm -hmm. If they look at me and say, even though the Bible is the most studied book in the history of humanity and everybody agreed that it said this about morality for the last 2,000 years, I now believe that this fringe person who changed the word, now the Bible means this, it doesn't mean that. Mm-hmm. So my reaction and my response to you biblically is going to be uh, defined by how you interact with that biblical truth. Okay. I like to say the clearest, the number one sign to me of someone who is truly a disciple of Jesus Christ is they quit arguing with the Bible. Mm-hmm. And instead of defending themselves or deflecting the truth... They receive it, right? And respond to it. So if you give me that kind of a of a pushback, then I'm going to I'm I'm going to stay kind of on the truth and justice side of the coin. And um even Matthew chapter eighteen, Jesus would have laid out that pattern. You when a brother's in sin, you go to him, if he refuses to receive you, you take a second brother with you. If they refuse to receive you, you bring the church. If they still refuse, you kick them out and treat them like a non-believer. And that's all about their reception of truth. If that brother or sister receives that truth, mm-hmm then the bible says those of you who are mature should seek to restore them with gentleness and respect so if i go to a person and say this was wrong hurtful sinful and they say you're right i agree i repent then my then mercy is going to and forgiveness and restoration is going to jump to the forefront If they say, you're wrong, and the Bible's wrong, and I I defend, then justice and truth are going to stay at the forefront until that person allows that justice and truth to do its work. Hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So someone who uh, sinned, got arrested, pleaded guilty, sought to be restored, and sought to be... um, Uh, reconciled, asked for forgiveness, and responded in humility, when they come out of jail, when they're open with you about what they did and they're honest with you about what they did, your ability to extend mercy and grace and restoration to them is wide open. That same person goes to that, I never did it, but they were proven wrong in a court of law, the system's corrupt, and they became hardened, and then they come out, and they're like, this is why I'm a victim of everything, and everybody's against me, even though it's clearly been proven that justice and mercy is going to stay at the forefront of their life, and you would approach them with a guard up. Mm -hmm. And the same thing is true of like your sister. (laughs) Like, hey, you did this, it hurt me. And so I I think we're bringing the truth, watching the response to that truth, and then either keeping truth and justice at the forefront or bringing mercy and grace to the forefront, which is exactly what Jesus does to us, yeah. right? When, when we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from unrighteousness. When we're prideful about our sins, he warns us that pride goes before the fall, yeah. right? And, and he responds to us accordingly how we respond to him. Now you get into Deshaun Watson, and like that. For me, the problem is I don't know. Right. Like I, I'm like, because uh, I, I I said the other day I was talking to you know sports with some guys having fun and, and I said well the FBI and the local police and no charges they they go so you're defending him I said I'm not defending anybody I'm just saying like, I think that means something, mm-hmm. and they said. Um, you're the one, Jeff, that always says where there's smoke, there's fire, and I'm like, right. I think these 22 women that means something. I don't know what it means, and I don't know the man, and I've never met the man, and uh-huh. so I don't know what to say. Um, are you gonna cheer for him? I probably. I don't uh, not like. I'm probably not gonna run out and buy a Deshaun Watson jersey. Right? Are you gonna be excited if the Browns go to Super Bowl? Uh, probably, <laughs> right. you know, I, I mean, like, I don't, I don't know what to do with it. Um, and it's not my place to bring justice to this or mercy to this. I'm out of place. Now, if you ask me, do you think that Brown's made a good decision? I'd say, well, no, <laughs> I, to me, that was dumb. Um, what if he's innocent? if If all these women are lying about him and he's completely innocent, then I feel very bad that he's been persecuted. Uh-huh. What if he's guilty? If all these women are victimized by this guy, i f- might I hope they clean his clock. Uh-huh. But I don't know right and, and I and I don't want to I think we need to be careful as Christians not to jump on a bandwagon. Um, Because will I watched us do this with uh, I watched Christians many times do this with Trump. It's like well he he's he's God's using him. I'm like uh, he's using a secular leader. I mean his his personal life is a track uh, a train wreck and and we're like ignoring that now. Mm -hmm. Like I don't because he's giving us what we want politically. I'm like be careful. Well can we cheer can we vote for him? I'm like, well you gotta I guess you have to vote for one or the other. <laughs> we don't have another, and nobody put Jesus up as a candidate mm-hmm. right and then I watched that the the other side of the aisle who was all over Trump about that, they're defending Biden, who is known for the same his own vice president, said negative things about him when it came to his interactions with women. Before she got on his bandwagon, I'm like, well, there. So what I would say to a Christian is, I'm like, just don't do that. Mm-hmm. Like, let things be true. Let consequences be be uh, just. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, when it's out of my relational control, I have to let the Lord uh, decide the ultimate consequences for it. And then I, I actually think. In a case like Deshaun Watson, I actually think the answer of I don't really know is the honest answer. Mm-hmm. You know, because um I don't know how twenty two different women accuse you and something didn't happen. That's not that's illogical to me. And I don't know when the police and the FBI investigate and the NFL investigated how they were all okay with their conclusions. I'm like I that's a mystery to me. Mm-hmm. So I'm not really sure what to say about it.
0: Yeah, it's um <clears throat> not really in the prescription playbook for a Christian to jump onto a condemnation bag- bandwagon. That,
1: that's uh, that's correct. And, and and I think um even if they deserve the the condemnation that that's correct. But condemnation if they deserve condemnation, it's not necessarily condemnation. Like, mm-hmm. like They deserve truth. Mm-hmm. So I think condemnation is, uh, well, I would never do what he did. I'm like, you're lying. If you were 22 years old and worth $100 million, I don't know what I would have done, especially with no Jesus in my life. Mm-hmm. I'm just being honest, right? Well, those women, they're just trying to get his money. I, I doubt that. Like, they're getting drugged through the mud. Uh Well, his lawyer is scummy. Okay, you don't know his lawyer. I'm like, be careful. Uh And then be careful that it's okay with you that he won the Super Bowl. Right. Like, I don't know what to do with that, uh, to be honest with you. And I know there's other athletes over the course of my adult life uh, that have been in big, big trouble... Who did horrible, horrible things and somehow they were forgiven and accepted back into the NFL and into the culture. Mm-hmm. And my fear is it's because they they were able to win a game. Mm-hmm. Not because they were repentant and truly trying to turn from their sin.
0: Yeah. And that would be um I mean If you could somehow match worst case and best case scenarios moving forward, if it did come out that these allegations were true, you saw some type of repentance, restoration, repayment, massive, you know, whatever is appropriately done on Deshaun Watson's case to make that situation right comes fully repentant, gives his life to the Lord, if we're talking best case response to all this, and then after that sees some success in his life, it's like, well, okay, well, that's what happens when someone is restored and repentive and all this kind of stuff. But if it's if it stays in all this murkiness, what decisions are we making?
1: Yeah, and and I th- I think there I think this is really two questions. Mm-hmm. W- one is kind of how do I interact with an individual in my life with truth and grace and mercy. The second is what do I do about the mixed messages in our culture? Sure, yep. Um, because uh I watch uh um who was the guy who had the dog fighting ring? Michael Vick. Michael Vick got annihilated mm-hmm. for dog fighting. Ray Lewis was tied to a murder and he's a celebrated figure in the NFL. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wait, wait a minute. Uh, Michael Vick got in trouble for dogfighting. Sean Kemp has like eleven children by like nine different women. Mm-hmm. So, so the, oftentimes what happens is culturally. Now, I'm not talking personally right now. This is a higher level. Culturally, we will accept certain sin, mm-hmm. and then we will pick and choose other sin and sinners. Mm-hmm. And we will go after their throat. We've seen that even
0: happen politically, where like you get X amount of generations past. Like I've heard people say Bill Clinton was a great president, or go back even way farther, like, man, I really liked how John F. Kennedy handled things. It's like, do you not remember the massive amounts of scandal that yeah. they were tied into? You know, but something. Something culturally happens where we forget.
1: That's right, and and uh, and look at Reagan's life. Yeah, uh, right before, uh, especially before uh, he got into politics, it mm-hmm. was, he was kind of a player. And and like that's what I mean. Like as a Christ follower, I need to be very very careful that I don't line up behind a person, a cause, or a hot button issue. I need to be able to look and say, I don't know. And I don't, and I'm not going to throw myself into a camp because a buzzword or two was hit into that camp. Because I, I believe this discredits Christ and his followers when we will accept sin and a guy who gives us what we want, but will condemn sin and a guy that doesn't. Um, Deshaun Watson is going to be persecuted. In every stadium except Cleveland, especially if we won a Super Bowl, and I'm like, that's where as a mixed message as a Christ follower, I'm like, I don't know that I feel like I want him to be my hero, period. I and I do think you can enjoy the Browns and all the, way, but I'm like, I this is why I won't get behind a, po, a political candidate. Mm-hmm. Wasn't this guy more in your camp than this guy? Um, maybe. But you're asking me to celebrate the guy, right? And like the guy, the thing, the same things that are true of my guy are true of the other guy. But you're you're killing the other guy, and your guy's been just as unfaithful to his wife, has had just as immoral of a past, has told as many lies. But you're you mute those and amplify your guys, and then you just literally flip roles, and and the church will do this uh they'll they'll be like uh they'll they'll be hyped up on that sin but they'll be quiet and mute about this one and i would look and say that is not the way of christ mm-hmm. this you start with the truth and it's it's not that sinner christians don't sin it's that they receive that truth differently and me receiving that truth as a uh, in a passe way or blowing it off or or um, denying it or defending it is very different than me saying, um, no, it's true of me and I own it and I, I repent and I want to be set free of these things. Yeah. You know? And, and, and culturally, this mixed message is all over the place biblically, believers, we don't have mixed messages. We have the message. Mm-hmm. And then we wrestle with, how do I receive and live the message of Christ? And I and we are graceful because we know that can't be done perfectly, but we're also humble because when you point a sin out in my life, I just had one of the uh, elders talked to me the other day, not about a sin, but about a habit that I had in meetings and in leadership. And he's like, I don't think you see this and and I think you need to know it because I think it could be hurting some people's feelings. Huh. Well, as a Christ follower, I'm I'm like, I need to receive that. I didn't want to... I'm, I'm like, I could explain it, I could justify it, I could give you 15 reasons why you're wrong. <laughs> I'm like, a brother loves me is watching out for my best interests, gave me something I wasn't aware of, and I'm like, okay, I, I I want my life to reflect Jesus, and if that's blocking that reflection, I receive that truth, I want to pull that out of my life. Mm-hmm. That's always our position as a Christ follower, and sometimes I, I think where we lose some credibility in our uh in our fellowship of Jesus is when we flip-flop on these issues because we're getting our version of a of a Super Bowl ring right
0: That's really good and
1: i don't think I, I don't think we i think we can cheer for the browns i think sure. this is a individual who's done an individual thing um the Browns did not call and run this decision past me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, but that they would. Yeah.
0: Um, I So some of the stuff that I'm hearing, Jeff, is um, really boiled down to we should probably start looking at this whole situation less uh, situationally and more personally. Um, there's, there's the victims that we should be praying for because... They were already victimized, and now one way or another, their cases are being dragged through the mud. And some are minimizing it because it's football, and that's how. I mean, it's just not a pretty situation. And then even praying for Deshaun's soul, right? um, You know that uh, maybe this spotlight and this sin would be what breaks him uh, and brings him to a point of repentance and and to the Lord as well. Um, I I think that
1: we had to be careful. I think there's. If there is no criminal act, there is still an immoral act. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And to look and say, well, the, nobody pressed charges, so those women aren't victims or participants. I'm like, mm, if that was your daughter, you would not be talking that 100%. way. 100%. So, Or your sister. So let's not do that. An immoral act was committed... Probably with 22 different women, right? Were they sinned against? Were they, and I'm like, you need to, we need to wrestle with that. And we also say, um, if the criminal, if he won the criminal cases, so to say, which he kind of did, if he goes to court and wins the civil cases, would we let him be innocent? Mm Mm-hmm. If he goes to court and loses the civil cases, would we let him be guilty? Or it, or is it our agenda now using these circumstances the way that we want to use these circumstances? If this is my daughter or my sister, um, I'm going to go after you until I am penniless. <laughs> right? Yep. So as a culture, I think we need to look and say... if. This is not he said, she said. This is not uh, one person. So, like, we need to run this to ground. We Mm -hmm. ran it to legal ground. And as far as I know, please forgive me if this all... I have no idea. But as far as I know, there's there's no legal issues. Now it's civil. And some would say, well, they're just after his money. And I'm like, no, that's their next recourse. Right. And so run it to ground. Uh-huh. And um, if he wins those civil cases, I think we have to look and say, wait a minute, what does a man have to do to be proven innocent? Right. If he loses them, I think we have to look and say, wait a minute, um, to what degree of of uh, pain are we going to allow a, a sports hero to inflict without consequences? Because if it was a dog ring... <laughs> That's right. my thing. Like Michael Vick, those were dogs. These are human beings, right? Yep. If it was dog, I mean, it, he went to jail. Yep. For dogs, I'm like, come on. These are human beings, mm-hmm. and and I don't think we cut that out short, either way.
0: Yep. My mind is uh, being drawn to Micah six eight. I'm sure it's because of all the justice and mercy we're uh, talking through here, but that passage says to do what is right, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God, and um, I think that that might be a place for all of us in this, is let's humbly wade these waters and not just jump onto opinionated bandwagons because we have the right stance, so to speak. Yeah. Um, this this is good, and it's uh, there's no bow, really, to tie on this, because like you said earlier, there's a whole lot that we don't know. We, we know that if these women were victimized, that's wrong. We know that if he did any of those things, that that was wrong. Um, but we don't know how all of that played out, and therefore it's really hard to know.
1: And it, and it is playing out now. Correct. It's so, real time. Yeah. yeah. Because flip it around, if this was my son or my mm-hmm. brother— I would want the system to work if he was innocent. Right. I, I'll never forget. I got called to jury duty one time. I've, actually, I get called all the time, but I reported one time. And I'll never forget what the judge said. Um, he said, you were here to do your duty. He said, nobody wants to be here, which was all, all dreading it, right? So nobody wants to be here. He goes, but I want you to think. I want you to be the juror that you would want your son or daughter to have, hmm. and I'm like judge, that was really good, <laughs> you know, because it, this is someone's son or daughter, and uh, you would want them to have justice. Yep, right? sure would. Just and, and this is a con, a con, and and you would want the evidence to be the evidence. I think in the mixed messages, I'm like, let the evidence be the evidence. Don't defend your guy when he's done the undefensible. That's the political part of this. You get to a Deshaun Watson part of it. I'm like, do you believe him? Do you not believe him? I'm like, I don't know, 22, I've been around a while. I have to discipline myself to the mercy part until the process plays out, Mm -hmm. right? And then to me it's the justice part if if he is guilty him winning a super bowl does not take that problem away from me no right and so it that's the 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 cultural mixed messages part that i think believers have to wade through so that the message of christ is actually the one that's governing our opinion and our outlook
0: and i think that um <clears throat> what you just said there is fascinating because if he was not an NFL football quarterback, and specifically one as talented as he is, and this was some guy that we heard about, and maybe he's got many fame, successful businessman in our area, but then 22 accusations come out. How we interact with him after he's guilty has nothing to do with football. That's right. And so, like, I've heard people say, like, well, you're supposed to love your enemies. And you're just like, right. That doesn't mean I have to celebrate him as my quarterback at that point. I can do all other kinds of things to show him Jesus as opposed to wearing his right. jersey if, if, he find, if he's found to be uh, liable in these civil cases. And
1: I'll take you up one step on this, Joe. Yeah. I'll raise the ante. <laughs> if he was not an NFL quarterback and it was just some guy, we probably wouldn't even care about this. Mm-hmm. So there, there are people's lives who are in this mess all the time. So do justice, love mercy. Mm-hmm. Like th- this, if he was just another guy, got accused, we'd be like, eh, I he probably did it," right? Um, and and it's this is the the tension that everybody should feel right now. We say Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Watson. I, I'll nobody knows the name of these accusers, these mm-hmm. potential victims. Yep. What about them? So, like, this is the mixed message part of it. I'm like, and for the believer to be as passionate about everybody's access to justice and extending mercy to everybody, right? Um, Because if he's innocent, he's got a massive platform to proclaim his innocence. Sure. If the no-name guy's innocent, he only got the front page of the paper once three years ago. There'll never be a follow-up story about it. Yep. So I'm just looking as a Christ follower. I'm saying there's much bigger things at stake in the kingdom of God, which with other people and more people whose names we would never know, and, and our heart and our attention have to go to those things.
0: Yep, and that's something that um, I'll just make a small plug, that if if you are um, really ramped up about the victimization of these women, there are places where you can go and serve and help and be that light and that voice of Jesus in the moments of healing and restoration and even prevention in some of these areas. And so look for ways to serve and make a difference in someone's life. Um, Don't let that opinion and passion just kind of stir up inside of us. Go do something.
1: That's right. And don't, don't let your justice and mercy be tainted by your politics. I, th- there's this uh, thing called the Innocence Project. And what they mm-hmm. do is mm-hmm. they work to get people off a of death row. Yep. And they have, they have found many people that were falsely accused, people even let out of prison. Most, uh, m- most people in conservative circles will view them as liberal, and I would view them as why not? Mm-hmm. Like why? Why? I mean, that's if my son, that's what I would want. Oh I want gosh. an advocate. Now I don't want an enabler. I don't want a, a a slippery lawyer that got him off on technical. That's all I'm talking about. But this happens. False accusations happen all the time, mm-hmm. and ignored, unheard victimization happens all the time. And for the Christ follower, that is something that we. We love the justice, and we love the mercy, and that's a part of our life. We don't do that selectively, mm-hmm. and that's easier said than done, and I understand what I just said, but, but like, that's what I'm shooting for. I'm like, mm-hmm. I, and, and well, how does it apply to Sean Watson and these 22 women? I'm like, I actually don't know. <laughs> so that, that's why I'm, like, want to be patient. If the 22 women were unheard, I'd want their charges to be heard. If Deshaun Watson had no defense, I'd want him to have a defense. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, we live in a system that works most of the time, especially for a high-profile person. Mm-hmm. And I would I would say, well, like, let it play out. Mm-hmm. Let it play out. Uh he shouldn't play football while he's in the system. I'm like, you're talking to a pro athlete, there's a window. If he's innocent and he loses four years of his career, that wasn't fair. Mm-hmm. So you you have to let it play out. And I think we're Well, often, whether we like
0: it or not, that is that's actually the meaning of innocent until proven guilty.
1: Right. You you keep living your life until somebody proves you wrong. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know. It's a tough one. So to me this is like a healthy conversation. Like you said there's no bow to put on it. Mm-mm. There's not a side to choose. There to me there's a lot of credibility on this the the magnitude of the number of women gives that a lot of credibility in mm-hmm. my mind. Yep. The innocence of the police and the FBI on the other hand, I'm like, "Oh, it's messy." It's messy. And, and I want to be godly in that. That's what I want to search for. Uh,
0: thanks, Jeff. I know that this is—because uh, you knew going into this, there was no bow to tie on this whole conversation. Thanks for navigating it with us. If you're looking for a movie recommendation based on your Innocence Project aside, have you seen Just Mercy?
1: I I have uh, not, but I've heard incredible it things about it. It is
0: excellent. Michael B. Jordan is the main guy in that. Jamie Foxx is uh, one of the— um, actors in it that's on death row and I mean it is I might watch that tonight Joe it's fantastic so uh yeah that's a free free for all of us you don't have no charge for that advice uh, (laughs) um well thanks for uh diving into this conversation with us I pray that um in many ways it humbles us all Uh, It's so hard to go through our life without having too many opinions and um, also to navigate those in a Christ-like way, especially when we don't know all the facts. If you would like to submit questions, you can always do that at bath.gracechurches.org mixed messages And if we can help you take any unique next steps, maybe you want to get involved in one of those service opportunities we mentioned, or maybe there's just something you need to talk about, we'd love to help you do that. Reach out and let us know. If you like what you're hearing, make sure you subscribe, follow, rate, and review our podcast. And if you don't have a church home, uh, we'd love to have you join us here at Grace on the weekend, or if you're out of the area, you can see us online as well. Well, thanks for jumping in with us today as we continue to seek God's voice through all these mixed messages around us. Catch you next time.